Kia this is the blog post from the 21st of May 2020. Entering new phases isn't always easy or welcomed at first. Firo, the new moon is coming up in a few days and bringing with it a new kaupapa, a new topic, Uru Tenganana, the eldest of Tiratua, the baddest and the one I've been fascinated by for the longest time. There's something about this guy, like I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's that I don't know too much about him or that he's the tuakana, the matamua, and that has some kind of um, imprint on how we behave and how we act. I don't know, but he just piques my interest. And it's been a minute since the Atua blog series um, was covered, where I cover a different Atua, elemental being or God, over the moon cycle. And the timing feels right, and I feel like I've gathered um, enough kōrero about Urutingangana uh, to explore different expressions of him in our life um, over the next few weeks. And so we'll see how that goes, but here we are. <laughs> um, but just pipe that up for a second, we'll get to more on him soon. But first, let me just give a quick... Um, let me give some context to today's post. I've been feeling down over the past week, surprised, shocked, disheartened, all those different feels since learning of how many people can't see the forest for the trees, how many people don't see how interconnected each of us are to each other, how our communities function as an ecosystem like the ngahiri, like the forest, where the different elements contribute to and create the conditions for that environment to thrive and flourish. The benefit of diversity is demonstrated in the tayo, in the natural environment, and since we descend from the tayo and are the culmination of those elements and functions, it would serve us well to align individual behaviours for the collective benefit, to embody whakapapa in action. And there's abundance of examples in our kōrero, in our karakia, incantations, chants, purako, stories, whakatauki, whakatauaki, proverbs, and all the rest that encourage collaboration, collective contribution, that embody and express seeing the forest for the trees. But isn't the ngahere Tāne's domain? Tāne, the atua or the god of the forest and the pursuit of knowledge? Why are you talking about Uritengangana? <laughs> Valid questions, and I asked myself these as I was writing. <laughs> um, but just look at it like this. The forest is the analogy, but how we enter into or out of that space is Uritengangana's realm. Uru can be translated to mean to enter, and it's the current we'll be vibing with as we flow along on this journey. And even if we use the moana or the ocean as our analogy and ecosystem, Urutengangana's function and expression is still um, underpinning the kaupapa of this kōrero. Because we're embodying Urutengangana constantly. We're entering into or out of something or somewhere, physically, emotionally, creatively, mentally, spiritually, intellectually, socially, every other lee, <laughs> all the time. The more we learn and unlearn about ourselves, we're challenged to enter into a deeper, more extensive understanding of who we are, who we're not, our place in the world, why we're here, etc. And of course, the more we learn about others and how they see the world, we're challenged in a similar way. We're challenged to enter into deeper parts of the ngahere that have always been there, but just not obvious to us or made aware to us initially. So entering new phases isn't always easy or welcomed, but nevertheless necessary to learn more about ourselves and the world around us. And sometimes what we learn may be shocking or not what we had first expected, um, but it's always been there, if, even if we couldn't see it at first. 
And we can't fix a problem we don't know exists. We can't heal a wound we won't acknowledge. And when we expose it and bring it out into the light, that's when we affect the greatest change. Enter into that awareness first, and with that, decide what to do next. Naku noa hana. And just have a few footnotes here that seeing the forest for the trees is a kiwaha by John Haywood, I think from the 1500s. And um, another side note is to check out Evergreen by Yeba and the cover just recently done by Jaden Randall because it is on point and that's one of the lines in that waiata as well. Um, but enjoyed this, oh, trying to make sense of how I was feeling and thinking with what happened last week about a post and people's responses to it. Um, it, I didn't realize how much it affected me until a few days ago. And so, um, and I had been thinking, or I'm kind of always thinking about Uri and his role as the Matamua, as the eldest of the Atua, and what that means in terms of how we behave. And so entering into these different understandings and what I find with social media is that it's such an awesome case study. You know, people feel like they have the authority to share their opinions, which is cool or can be <laughs> quite cool. It gives people this platform where they can share their whakaaro. And even if we don't like what we see, it's like they were always thinking that. And if we never had this platform where they felt they could share it, we wouldn't know that that's what they're thinking, even though it's always been there. So I think hopefully that makes sense. But there's a line entering new phases isn't always easy or welcome, but necessary to learn more about ourselves and the world around us. Sometimes what we learn may be shocking or not what we expected, but it's always been there, even if we couldn't see it at first. And just in the line above it, uh, we're challenged to enter into deeper parts of the ngahere that have always been there, but just not obvious or made aware to us initially. And so with the example of social media, how it provides that platform for people to share their whakaaro. I think, you know, sometimes what we see is quite shocking <laughs> and is disheartening or can get us feeling a type of way. But even if there wasn't that platform for people to share that and to bring it into the light, they would still be thinking that, but it would just be in the shadows or it would just be private thoughts that they haven't shared with others, if that makes sense. And so coming to that realization and accepting that people can think differently <laughs> um, is okay. And the line at the end, we can't fix a problem we don't know exists. So I'd rather be in this state where I'm aware that some people don't see the forest for the trees, don't see how we're so connected to each other and how we need all these different elements for us to thrive as a community and as a collective, um, you can't fix a problem you don't know exists. So if I was happy to just assume that everyone was on board <laughs> and everyone thought the same, um, then the problem would still be there. It would be, be like a bill that came in the mail um, and I would never open it. The problem would still be there. I'd still have to pay the thing, um, but ignoring it or pretending it doesn't exist or being ignorant to the fact that it exists um, means that we can't put things in place to try and heal that wound or fix that problem. And so hopefully that makes sense. But that's kind of where I was getting to, that it's attributed to Urutinganga. He's the eldest, the baddest. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a negative way. I'm just like, yeah, he's dope. <laughs> Should probably take that out. Um, but considering his role as the tuakana um, and how 
entering into new understandings or new levels of awareness um, is crucial to us affecting any kind of change. So feeling quite good and quite safe uh, moving into and out of spaces, knowing that Urutungangana um, is um, in charge of that domain, if that makes sense. So I really enjoyed this. It's been a long time coming. I've wanted to write about Urutungangana for a while. And I've collected different things, as I mentioned through the post, um, collected different pieces of uh, or about him. And so really excited to see how this month or how this moon cycle is going to uh, progress. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that one. Share your whakaro. Please be keen to hear what you reckon. Um, and I'll catch up with you on the next one. Hei kōna.